"'You too, my dearest,' she said, with infinite yearning of pity in her voice and eyes. "'You must not shrink. You are nearest and dearest in all the world to me. Our souls are knit into one for all life and all time. Think, dear, that there have been times when brave men have killed their wives and their womenkind to keep them from falling into the hands of the enemy.' their hands did not falter any the more because those that they love implored them to slay them it is men's duty towards those whom they love in such times of sore trial and oh my dear if it is to be that i must meet death at any hand let it be at the hand of him that loves me best dr van helsing i have not forgotten your mercy in poor lucy's case to him who loved she stopped with a flying blush and changed her phrase to him who had best right to give her peace if that time shall come again i look to you to make it a happy memory of my husband's life that it was his loving hand which set me free from the awful thrall upon me again i swear came the professor's resonant voice mrs harker smiled positively smiled as with a sigh of relief she leaned back and said and now one word of warning a warning which you must never forget this time if it ever come may come quickly and unexpectedly and in such case you must lose no time in using your opportunity at such a time i myself might be nay if the time ever comes shall be leagued with your enemy against you one more request she became very solemn as she said this it is not vital and necessary like the other but i want you to do one thing for me if you will we all acquiesced, but no one spoke. There was no need to speak. I want you to read the burial service. She was interrupted by a deep groan from her husband. Taking his hand in hers, she held it over her heart and continued. You must read it over me some day. Whatever may be the issue of all this fearful state of things, it will be a sweet thought to all or some of us. You, my dearest, will I hope read it, for then it will be in your voice in my memory forever, come what may. But, oh, my dear one, he pleaded, death is afar off from you. Nay, she said, holding up a warning hand, I am deeper in death at this moment than if the weight of an earthly grave lay heavy upon me. Oh, my wife, must I read it? he said, before he began. It would comfort me, my husband was all she said, and he began to read when she had got the book ready. 